0: Shut up, sit down, strap in. You don't need your mama's permission. Hang on. This is the Battle Podcast.
1: What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, John Durham. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Ray, Ray, my man, what is going on, brother?
2: Oh, man, chilling like a villain, man, chilling like a villain. How good. about you?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm just trying to get back in the groove. You know, we've had a couple setbacks the last few weeks with, you know, COVID and all that, but uh, starting to see some normalcy come back, people getting out, moving around. So that's that's exciting and it's encouraging. So that's pretty cool.
2: Um, and just doing, you know, the everyday, you know? Yeah, getting back into the role of things. Yep, yep. Can't wait for work to start picking up.
1: Yeah, we're actually going in a place right now we got a little bit of an uptick going on, you know, yeah. so we're we're moving in the right direction, which is good because, you know, it's a sign that we're moving in the right. Of course, that's here in Florida. You know right. I mean? Exactly.
2: So, exactly. We're so a special we're, state.
1: We're blessed to be in the sunshine state.
2: Amen. So, amen. Amen. But you know what? I've got no redneck chivalry for you this week, so you ain't got to be pissed at me. Oh, really? No, nah, it was a real laid back week. Nothing special going on. Dude, they're going to revoke that card. They are. They're going to take my redneck card. No, uh, not the redneck card. The uh, what
1: was it? The humanitarian award he was getting last week. <laughs> What's a card? It's a card. <laughs> Is that a fish? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're funny. <laughs> you know what I'm happy about this week? What's that? I've equaled things up here. I've even the score. Uh-oh. And you know, I've been sitting in here for the last how many weeks with two rednecks and one Yankee? Yeah. Well, I brought my partner over here, Mike Ames. Yeah. He's a Mainer, baby. He's coming all the way from Maine
2: now. Oh, no. What's up, Mike? How are you,
0: brother? I'm good, guys. How you been? Doing good, man. Doing He's good. He's
2: over there ready to cook the lobster. The
1: lobster? Yeah, they got them lobsters up there in Maine.
0: I'm still trying to get them down here. <laughs> and, and check him out. He's wearing his khakis, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Just- I usually lose my khakis. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's too funny, though. You know us rednecks over here. We can't make you you Yankees laugh. That's for sure. No, that's you dang right. <laughs> just look <laughs> at it. You us, guys man. are like
1: 75 cents short of a dollar. <laughs> hey, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, you probably would.
2: <laughs> Redneck man. <laughs> better redneckingize. I'm doing everything I can, brother. Man. So, hey, you know what? Let's start this thing out with thanking everybody, all the listeners. You know, Thank we were you. just going through some of the numbers and, you know, we're only eight into it. And uh, we got another one dropping next week. We still we got a decent number going on, so I think we're gonna pick it up, man. I think it's gonna keep trucking. So everybody out there, you can actually see us now out on Facebook. We're running a Facebook Live right now. So if you're listening to any of our previous podcasts or this current podcast, hit us up, check us out, see what we got going on. I know what a couple of listeners and viewers are thinking right now.
1: They're looking at this Facebook <laughs> Live and they're saying, This dude ain't been lying about them donuts and ice cream. <laughs>
2: hit, that man caught the ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well funny right he, he caught it and brought it home yeah <laughs> but yeah seriously guys thank you very much thank you all for uh for listening for uh dialing in to us if you guys got anything that you want to hear us hit on hit us up man email us at uh, the battle podcast at gmail.com leave us a message on facebook if you like what you're hearing like us on facebook follow us man we can also be found on spotify youtube yeah there's a bunch of the platforms out there that we can be hit. That we can be hit up on. Just search the Battle Podcast, and you'll be. You should be able to find us. Yeah, these these are exciting times for us
1: because you know if you think back over the last eight or nine weeks, you know when we started this thing, it's it's really comes from a place of you know trying to help dudes out. Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of conversations that don't take place out there in the workplace. They don't take place when guys are out fishing. They don't take place when guys are at, watching sports together. Sitting at a bar drinking a few beers, everything seems to be, you know, very superficial. Everything's on the surface, Surface, and what we're trying to do is dig past all that and get deep into the things that we deal with as men on the wreck.
2: Right. We we want to have the conversation here that you need to have out there. We want y'all to feel as comfortable, you know, out there talking with your buddy next to you about these serious situations where you're at.
1: Well, and the other part of it, too, is we don't want to, we want you to feel uncomfortable, too, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. I mean, because if you don't feel uncomfortable, you're not going to change.
2: Right. Exactly. You know,
1: if we spend every day of our lives patting each other on the back and telling us how great we are, there's going to be no no need for us to want to change, to be better, to do
2: better. Right. And there's going to be no growth. You know, iron sharpens iron. Dang right. You are right about that. So this week, man, we're going to talk about, I think it's, a. I really think it's a really good subject. You know, we kind of call it, are you there? Because we know a lot of us are there, but we're not present. We're just there. We're just a body. We're just checked out, sucked in our own head, and we're not really there. Wherever that might be, might be at work, might be at home, might be a dad with kids. You're there, but you're not present. Yeah, you are checked out. I mean, you, man, listen. A lot of a lot of guys are going through
1: this right now. Right. I talk to a lot of a lot of dudes, and you know, it's real easy to get lost within yourself. You know what I mean? you can almost just lie anything you want to and one of the things that we do is is we we justify what we do whether it's because of our jobs right well i work x amount of hours a week you know i provide for the family i
2: deserve this i have the right to have this you know i like what you say a lot of people say justify but that's not what we're doing you're just a lying,
0: you're lying and,
2: that, to and and that's intentional i want everybody to know that that statement is intentional we call it just a lying because you're lying to yourself
1: yeah, I mean, for those of you out there to think that I'm tripping over my tongue and I can't say justify.
2: It's not because he's a Yankee. <laughs> no, it's not because he's I'm, doing it intentionally. It's
1: not because I'm salivating over the thought of ice cream or, or bacon. Right. It's, <laughs> it's because that's what we do. We lie to ourselves. Right. And we justify it. You know, so
2: We justify the lie. Yeah.
1: And that's why I'm excited about having Mike here with us tonight because, Mike, uh, tell us a little bit about, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of a stay-at-home, work-from-the-home type guy, right?
0: Yep, absolutely. So I ended up moving here to Florida in October and I was working two days a week at home. Now that I'm back in, now that I'm here in Florida, I work all time uh, and pretty much every day at home, uh, five days a week. So when you say, I talk about being present, literally I'm present <laughs> there all the time because I have to be, that's yeah. where my job is at. So um, I have to be present. And then, so I'll be in meetings. Kids will come right into the house. I mean, kid kids will come right into my office and just say, dad, I'm hungry. That, you know, I mean, a little background on me is I actually have five kids. I got a 17 year old all the way down to a three year old. I thought only rednecks did that.
1: <laughs> well, they ain't got a lot to do in Maine, bro. I mean,
2: they got them cold months. Only,
1: anybody that's listening to this show that knows anything about the Northeast, they know there's only a couple things you do up there. <laughs> especially ha- having kids is one of them. Especially okay? during the winter, right?
2: Winters <laughs> <When does laughs> get cold up there, bro. Were they all born in summer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, conceived in summer. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Too cold in the winter. <laughs> Sometimes, but that's that's a huge.
1: Uh, thing that I don't want to overlook. I mean, here you are, you're at home, you're working, but you got five kids at home, right? Yep. And so, you know, not only are you dealing with a job, you still have to balance that with being a dad. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, M- I, and, the, and being present in two capacities. Right. So, yeah. And, at the, same and, time. and the, the question though is, I mean, if we're going to be honest, I mean, you, we talk about the physical presence, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of give us an idea. I mean, are you always there mentally present? I mean,
0: Absolutely not. I mean, when you're, when you're literally, I mean, as much as I'd love to say I could be and I want to be, but uh, sometimes I'm just so fried when I get done with the day of the, di- the day of the job. And right now with COVID 19, teaching my daughter how to do different things in school, answering questions when needed. But I mean, I'll tell you one thing, I'm truly blessed to have my wife who's now only three, only working three days a week at the hospital. Ever since she moved from uh, clinical care, I mean, uh, doctor's office in from Maine to the hospital here in Florida. Um, that's been a huge help and then having my mother-in-law there as well That's that's been a huge thing as you know I mean the kids can get I mean now that everybody's home My kids will go up the stairs like there used to be a gate up the stairs Now the gate's gone because they're home all the time So I mean the gate was meant for my three-year-old when the kids were at school. There's no more school So the one thing I wanted to point out that you said is it's a blessing that my wife
2: is now only working three days a week you know, a lot of people would look at that as, oh man, now we got reduced income. We got this, we got that. But you're choosing, mm-hmm. and we talk about this a lot. We talk about the choices we make. Yeah. You're choosing to look at that as a blessing mm-hmm. because you're seeing all the other the positive aspects of it. Oh, absolutely. In the house.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's 12 hour shifts. So she's still working roughly the same hours, a little less than what she was doing when she was there. But and but then, you know, I gotta remember that she's working 12 hour shifts at a hospital around the time of COVID-19. So You know, sometimes she's checked out too, and she she totally agrees when we've talked about this. We sometimes you need to check out, and you know we just gotta be there for each other, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, and I think with
1: men especially, one of the things that we struggle with, if we're gonna be honest, is men tend to shrink and we 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 hide. Yeah, Uh, we we find places to hide. Uh, You know, like uh, I've got a man cave in my house, so sometimes I'll just disappear upstairs and sit in my man cave, and I may just watch. TV or I may just sit there and listen to music or whatever, but it's like a great escape. Right. And the reality of it is when you look at it is, is it's 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 not me really doing anything more than just kind of trying to run away from what's going on. Right. Because it's like, well, I don't want to deal with this right now. So I think I'll go upstairs and I'll be upstairs watching TV because I'm checked out, you know. Yeah. No, I think that it's important for all of us to understand, you know, everybody needs time. You know what I mean? I mean, because you know, when you're when you got a full time job and you got kids and you got the family and you got extracurricular activities and all these other things, you can get burned out real quick. So you gotta have a balance, a healthy balance.
2: Exactly. We're not saying that as men, we have to be present twenty-four-seven. You know, mm-hmm. there's a time to when I used to come when I'd come home from work, I would tell my wife, I need ten minutes to decompress. Go in the room, change my clothes, chill out for 10, 15 minutes, and basically check out for 10, 15 minutes between work and being home. And then I had to make sure that once I walked out of the room, I was present. And it worked out great because that's what we did. And then my wife, she would switch. She Mm -hmm. would take 10, 15 minutes, check out, do her thing. And then she would come out and we would both be present. So it's not that you can't check out all the time, but you have to identify when you're checked out And when you're not checked out, and you have to do it intentionally, you know, you have to be intentional about being present when you're there.
1: Well, I think that's the big misconception. Like, I'm sure you could tell yourself at times, like, "Well, I'm here. I'm at home. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm. I'm. It's not like I've gone anywhere. I'm not absent. Yep. But I mean, like, what are some of the areas you'd say, like, in your life that you can find yourself hiding, like? What do you find yourself drifting off at
0: times? Uh, I mean, even though it is my office, I'm literally going back in the same place I was at, but just on the bed or watch on the chair, watching TV, like, or, or on the iPad or doing something that is away from what I was doing at my job. And even though I do with computers all day, I mean, I'm a data analyst at a business specialist, whatever they want to call me, um, at TD bank, uh, and it's great and I love it. And, uh, like it's, I'll say it again, I'm blessed to have the job that I have right now. But when it comes to that, I mean, that's kind of how I see it is like, I will, will step away from it because I need to, I look like that Ray brought up that idea of 10, 15 minutes of just by yourself, do, you know, doing it that way. Cause sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, wait a second, it's been already two hours and I've already, you know, haven't right. come downstairs. Cause I'm still unwinding from the office day and the kids are still downstairs. So. Yeah. No, that's, that's what myself. I was going
2: to say is that, you know, I would, I could see myself and I've done, I dude guilty. You know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be talking about this if I hadn't gone through it. You go into there, you know, cause I, my work is half at home, half out outside. So mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd do my stuff outside and then I come home and I do reports. So I'll, you know, get my reports done in my room and then check out knowing, just like you said, the kids are over there. The yeah. kids are downstairs. I'm just going to, I'm just going to chill in here. They think I'm doing work.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What's the harm, right? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Ask your wife what the harm is. (laughs) Exactly, That's it. Exactly. (laughs) And that's the other
1: part of it too. I mean, if we're going to be honest as men, a lot of us want to put all the weight on our wives. Um, You know, I know a lot of dudes that even their, their wives are either stay at home moms and they take care of the kids all day. And yet the husband will come home and not want to be engaged at all and put it off on the wife again. And she's already been dealing with them all.
2: Yeah.
1: Or there's um, the other part of it where the wife works all day. And then they're expected to come home, cook dinner, clean the house, and tend to the kids while the husband decompresses. Right. And what we don't realize is dude, that's a very selfish way to think.
2: Yeah, and you, you, I mean, you had a perfectly good point. You know, you you heard a speech about I want to get as many hairy asses in the seats as we can fill in here. You know what I mean? We don't need to be hairy asses in the seats. There's plenty of that stuff going around.
0: Yeah, we right. need
2: to be fathers. We need to be good employees. You know what I mean? Because this isn't just about home. You know what I mean? That, that that's Yeah, where- because there's
1: going to be single guys out there right now listening to this podcast going, whoo, yeah, you know, I'm free and clear. Per- this don't pertain to me. I'm not a dad. I'm not a husband. Well, you know, this, this, this transcends far beyond the home.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, and
1: you make a good point too because there are guys that'll show up to the workplace checked out. Yep. And then they wonder why they don't progress. They wonder why they're not making top dollar. They wonder why they're given overlooked for promotions. Right. They wonder why they, you know, they're not, not going anywhere, and they, they feel burnt out or feel you know, unfulfilled or whatever it may be, it's because they show up, they punch a clock, they're checked out, they do their eight hours, nine hours, whatever, and they go home. My favorite
2: saying when I, was, yeah, when I was in management, guys would always tell me, well, if you just give me more money, I'd work harder. I said, well, no, you've already had two raises and you ain't working no harder than you were before. I said, you have to earn that money. You don't just get the money and then say, oh, okay, well, now I'll work. You've got to earn those promotions. You got to earn those raises. You got to earn those next positions. You're not going to get it. You know. Well, they're just not paid. I want another fifty cents an hour, and I'm not going to go. No, you got to earn that fifty cents. Money, I, money don't change nothing. No, that's you know it I mean? exactly. I, I, I worked my way up from the very bottom all the way up to the top. You know, I say the top. I, I got into management. You know what I mean. It wasn't VP or freaking president of you know some major corporation or nothing. Better get recognize. There ain't no way I'm going there. <laughs> but ain't nobody crazy enough to make you the president. <laughs> But yeah, so, you know, that's the thing is it's not just about being a father. We we wanted Mike to be here because he's I think that's a unique situation. Five kids working from home and and happen to be present in both cases.
0: You know,
1: well, yeah, I mean? and it's real easy. I mean, I think you'd agree, right, Mike, that it's easy to say, well, I'm there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll also add because, you know, for the for two of the kids, the older kids are my stepkids. So they're at their dad's a lot when it comes to that stuff. So that's a huge help as well. Cause he also moved to Florida with us. So long story short, you know, we moved from Maine for my, uh, my daughter was the catalyst of getting us to to Florida so she could keep going with her gymnastics training, elite training down here in Florida. We, so that's exactly it. I mean, we like, that's a huge help on that end. But I mean, it's still, you know, I still got the younger ones that I'm still struggling with every day. Well, it's funny. You think
1: the younger ones are high when they get older, they don't get any easier. That's for sure.
2: Well, yeah, no. the funniest part is is you know, Michael, he'll we're doing men's group via Zoom. And uh, it's a trip because Mike will be on there and we're, we're everybody's doing their their Zoom and Mike wants to chime in. And as soon as Mike chimes in, you know when Mike's chiming in because you hear bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and Mike goes, Okay, and that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, he'll tell you, he goes, you know, between work and men's group, they're good. They don't want nothing to do with him. But as soon as he throws that computer up and he hits join. Oh, daddy's on the computer.
0: Here we go. Let's do it.
2: You know, but kids are great. I absolutely love kids. I got two of my own. They're wonderful, but it's work, man. Oh yeah. especially.
1: You know what? It really makes me think about it, but it's not
2: just kids. It's
1: just people in general is, and I've, I've used this, this example a lot on a Monday night with the guys is daddy. Do you see me?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Your kids want to be seen. We all want to be seen. If we're going to be honest with ourselves. I mean, we want our men out there that are married. We want our wives to see us. We want our kids to see us. We want our bosses and our
2: peers to recognize us and to see us. Well, I like what you said, recognize, not just see them, but notice them, recognize them, acknowledge them. Yeah. I mean, what what man
1: doesn't want their father to be proud of? Them? Right. Yeah. Every one of us has that desire and that need to be seen. You know, so even, even a guy that's single out there that, that doesn't have any children,
2: he still has a desire to be seen too. Oh yeah. Before he goes out to the before he goes out to the club, what's he do, man? He he dolls himself up. I dolls himself up. That wow, just, dude. I mean that that is that, that I sounded just want to Yankee. put this out
1: there. That that's a redneck turn. No, right
2: that ain't that ain't, ain't nobody neck. dolling
1: himself up in Maine. I can tell you that,
2: right? <laughs> I've been to Maine. Ain't nobody looking oh, like a doll. Good Lord Maine. have mercy. That's like saying Except for
1: maybe Mike's wife and all. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> dude,
2: that's, that's like when I said poo in that last episode. Oh yeah, you better you need to work on it,
1: dude. You need you need some help. Man, this is a man's podcast. Yeah, you're over here saying poo
2: and getting dolled (laughs) up. Getting dolled up. But okay, back to my point. (laughs) point. When that guy is going out to the bar, going out to the club, and he's getting ready, he wants to be recognized. So he's going to do special things. You know, he's going to do his hair, you know, comb it a different way, whatever he's going to do, put on a nicer shirt. He's going to get ready to go out so that he will get recognized. And he's going to be present. So he's going to be, you know, scouting. He's going to be looking. He's going to be seeing who's paying attention, who, who he wants to go after.
1: And the funny thing about attention, if you think about it, Mike, and I'm sure you can test this having five kids, they're going to get you attention one way or the other.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. They're fighting for attention every day. Yeah, and It ain't always positive. <laughs> no. no, it's not. No.
2: And that's the thing, too, is like, again, trying to kind of let the single guys out there know that they're not they're not free and clear. They're not out of this. You know, same with them. They're going to seek good or bad inten- attention. If they can't get good attention, they're going to start acting a fool. Yeah. Start being, you know, How many
1: young men do we see today that are getting rest arrested at young age, yeah. going to jail because they don't have fathers?
2: Yeah,
1: uh, are getting caught up in gangs and things like that because they're not being seen, and it's because dudes are checked out.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, we're we're talking, you know, because it's important. You know, we're taking away the physical aspectness, and we're talking, you know, the mental aspect. Right. But there's also that physicality of the father just not being present at all, or right. a man in their life being present at all. So. They're seeking attention and they're going to find it somewhere. Right. They're either going to get it in a positive way or they're going to get it in a negative way, but they're going to get it.
2: Yeah. And, it, and I always like to uh, kind of equate it to being the middle child. I grew up the middle child, like the dead middle child, you know, one, one older sibling, one younger sibling. And you're always looking for that attention, you know, because middle child tends to get left out. So you're always looking for that attention. So you're going to get it positive or negative. And if you're getting more attention on the negative aspect of it, guess what that middle child is going to do. They're going to start going towards the negative attention and, or they're going to do like I did and just said, you know what, forget it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to go be my own thing, do my own thing. That was
1: me. I was a middle child too. So I said, I got this, but I guess the other part of it we have to really think about as men is, is what's the fallback. What's going to be the damage that's done if you're in a position as a man and you're checked out now on a personal level, if you're a single guy and you're out there on your own, it could be detrimental in the workplace because mm-hmm. you're not you're not invested in your job. You're not invested in yourself. It could help affect you in relationships with, with females, finding that wife or that significant other you're looking for, right. relationships with people. And you're trying to, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, Mike and I were talking about when he very first moved here from Maine, he's like, look, dude, I'm, I'm here. I need to make some friends. You know, I need to get some.
0: Mike manned up. I left everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally, yeah. I left family, I <laughs> left friends, <laughs> us, you name
2: it. Yeah. So, and Mike, Mike manned up. Mike, he, he did the manly thing instead of being like, oh, no, I got this. I got this. Or just sucking back into his head and just, you know, what was me? Poor, pitiful me. Mike reached out and said, dudes, I need somebody. I need to hang out with somebody. What, what, what are people doing around here? Do we have a soccer league? Do we have a softball league? Do mm-hmm. we have a this? Do we have that? What's happening? What's shaking? But if he would have come here and just checked out, yeah. right? If you just said, Absolutely. screw
1: it. I mean, I, I don't know anybody, you know, I don't have any friends. You know, I don't have any family here. What I'm just going to kind of suck with it, suck into myself and into my shell, which a lot of guys do, and they mm-hmm. just lie the reasons why they do, and and they make justification for, for 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 checking out, right? Or you know, okay, I'm 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 at the house working, and I've got all this going on. Plus, I got five kids in my ear all the time. Again, you could justify whatever you want to justify, but we can't afford to do that as men, especially if you're a father.
2: There's more damaging habits or routines than just checking out you know a lot of these guys what they'll do is they don't want to go home yet you know what i mean the kids are home and everybody's home they're going to go out they're going to go you know stop at the bar they're going to go over their buddy's
1: house they're going to find reasons not to come home or make excuses why they got other things going on or i got to work like i've seen guys that'll that'll stay late at work and i'll be looking at them going why are you still here don't you want to go home and be with your family well and it's like you got to kick them out the door because they don't want to
2: go home Right. You know, and and the fact (laughs) of the matter is that they don't want to address what's going on. And if it's a single guy, he don't want to be alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not out there. He's not present in what he's doing. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to just wrap myself around this here. Well, the repercussions are so devastating, right? And especially with you and your situation, you've got three
1: small children at home. If you're checked out, they're going to, like we said, they're going to try to find attention somewhere, somewhere else or through somebody else. Right. They're going to buy Especially, it. I'm going to just speak real quickly to the men out there that have daughters. Let me tell you something. If you're a man and you've got a daughter and you are not engaged or you're not involved in her life or trying to vest into her as a person or in pursuit of her heart, I'm going to tell you something. Shame on you. Right. Shame on you because you know what? There's some other dude that will. Yep. And he's going to be the guy that shows up at your house that you don't want showing up to your house because you weren't doing what you were supposed to do as a father.
2: Exactly.
1: There are so many young girls out there right now that are going through teenage pregnancies mm-hmm. that are getting involved in, in, in into sexual relationships with boys that have put themselves out there that have just they've already got enough pressure as far as from the society and the culture we live in as far as the way they look, how they dress, all these different things that they're going through. And then they come home to a checked out father. Right. Exactly. That doesn't doesn't invest in any kind of conversation, doesn't ask what's going on in their life, doesn't show her what love is. You know, one of the things that you said a while back, Ray, that was so important. I do the same thing too. I've been dating my, my daughter and I have been dating for Valentine's Day since she was one years old. Right. I still have the first dress she wore on our first date. Does it fit? Not me. No. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> 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 it's got a little beret, you know, i just kidding. Anyway, but I still, but I still have it. Right. It's in my top dresser drawer.
2: Yeah.
1: And every once in a while, I'll pull it out and I'll tease her with it. Say, so you think you still can fit in this thing? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, whatever. But. It's just a constant reminder of, of the, the investment that you make. I dated my daughter on Valentine's Day because I wanted her to know how a man treats a woman. Right. Just like you, you discussed. So there are just guys out there that are so checked out, they're not dating their daughters.
2: Right. And if you don't teach them or show them how a man should act and how a man should treat them, that man that doesn't treat them the right way is going to show them what they think a man should act and the way they think a man should treat them. And then you take it to the other side with your boys,
1: your sons. hmm If you're checked out and you're not teaching your son how to be a man you're not holding him accountable and you're not communicating with him and teaching him and showing him these things, he's not going to know how to treat a young lady. Right. He's not going to know how to deal with relationships. He's not going to know how to deal with with struggle and frustration and disappointment and all those things in life. He's going to just, he's going to check out. And Mm -hmm. if he sees you checking out, you're teaching him that's what dudes do. Right. They check out.
2: Yeah. You know? And then for the guys who don't have you know, sons or daughters or anything like that. Your job is to keep an eye out for these young men that are doing that and to teach them, you know, take this knowledge, take this wisdom and pass it on to them. Don't just don't just keep it and go, okay, I'm checking my boxes. I'm checking my boxes. No, go do something with it. Just like you and I as Christians, you know, we we take the Bible and we go do what it says. You don't have to be a Christian to listen to what we're saying and go out and do it. You know what I mean? Share that knowledge. You know, a lot of people complain about the millennials. All oh, the millennials don't do anything. The millennials are lazy. The millennials are this. What are you doing about helping change that? Because guess what? They're here. They're in the workforce.
1: Well, if you're checked out, I'm just going to say it like this. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but you ain't doing shit. No. Nope. Okay. If you're checked out and you're not involved and you're not doing something about it, you just need to sit down and shut up. Yeah. Because we live in a culture today where everybody wants to get on a soapbox and want, wants to put out their opinions and their feelings and their thoughts but they don't want to do anything about it. If right. you want young men to change, step up and be a man and teach them how to be a man. That's it. You know, but if we, if we continue to be in a society where we can justify that it's okay for us to check out as men, whether it's his father's or his husband's. I mean, we're, we're talking about kids a lot tonight, but what about relationships with you guys that are out there? They're either married or have girlfriends or what significant others you come home and you think you're entitled to your time. What about her time? You, 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 what about her needing to decompress? What about allowing her to get the freedom to go out and take a deep breath? We wonder why these relationships don't work because we think that we're come home and they're here to do what we want them to do. Right. You know, it's like, okay, I worked all day and, and, and we get this mentality. Some dudes out there like, well, I make more money than you do. So that means I'm, I get to make the decisions. Well, it doesn't work that way in a relationship. Never. So there's a lot of repercussions that can happen here. We talk uh, the, other, the other part of it too is I'm sure all of us and Mike I'm sure you have too you've had other male influences in your life, and if you have guys that teach you the wrong way if they're checked out on life and checked out on what it is to be a good man, and they're showing you the wrong things to do, well guess what, you're yeah. going to be doing stupid crap just long just like they are yeah because exactly. you're going to be just like them.
2: That's it, man, and it's our job as men to step up and stand out, it, literally stand out. You know what I mean? Because the norm is to kind of check out. The norm is, oh, I deserve this. I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to chill. Don't be normal. You know what I mean? Step up, be a man, be a real man. And that means leading, mentoring, and also be mentored. Know that you don't know it all. Know that and, you and still have a it. lot to
1: learn. Yeah. And do it all in love,
2: man. Do and it and all all in it, love. Exactly.
1: That's it. You ain't got to belittle them. You, you, diddle, you discipline your children because you love them. You have conflict in relationships a lot of times because you love the other person and you want to come to a common ground. Right. You want to express yourself. And sometimes, and, and I'm not the greatest at it either because you know I'm from Massachusetts and you know, we're loud and obnoxious up there. I mean, we're not as bad as the Mainers, but... You know. <laughs> You'll you never be as good Actually, as the, the Rednecks. I'm going to be honest. The guys <laughs> in Maine are a lot more laid back than the dudes in Massachusetts. I got to give Mike that. We don't always handle it the best. I don't always handle it the best. It's a battle every day. That's why it's called the battle podcast, because it's a battle every day of our lives. When yep. we get up, we're in the midst of a battle.
2: Yep.
1: It's a fight. Like I've said before, this ain't a playground. It's a battlefield.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you better be ready because it's coming. It is. And we got to make sure that as men that we're not checked out, we're checked in. Sometimes you go in the house and, and I've had it too. And, I, and there are times, you know, I'm going to be straight with you. I pull up in the driveway and I've already got the phone call that my son has done this and my daughter's done that. And the old, by the way, this, and the old, by the way, that. And the first thing you do when you pull in the driveway, you're like, oh, shit. Here it is. I got to go in here right now. I got to deal with this. I haven't I can't even go in and hug and kiss my kids and tell them I love them. I got to go in there right now and Crestles. get on to them about them mistreating their mother or doing whatever. Yeah. But you know what? When I decided to become a father, I gave up that right. Mm-hmm. When I stepped up and said I want to be a husband, I gave up that right. Because it ain't about me anymore. Nope. It's about them. And there's a lot of you guys out there to listen to this podcast right now. You think it's about you. I got news for you. It ain't. There's an organization out there, and it's a great organization. It's called I Am Second. But I'm going to tell you this. You ain't second. You're last. Yep. And the minute you start thinking you are second, or you're third, or you're fourth, or you're fifth, you're living in a, in a very deep disillusion of what reality really is. Because God calls us to be selfless, not selfish. That means you put everything and everybody else above yourself. And the reality of it is, is a lot of times we don't do that. We don't want to do that. Because it's not our problem. And so I love having Mike here because, you know, it'd be real easy for him to say, Dude, I don't, oh man, I got to deal with this. I'm working from home. I got five kids. I got this going on. Just moved from Maine. You know, my wife's working. You know, we got COVID-19. You know, we got my wife working in the hospital. I got my mother-in-law here. I got my five kids. I got two teenagers. I've got, you know, we got a, I'm a stepdad. I got the, the other dad. We're trying to work. Man, forget it. I'm out. I'm out. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- and you know, if we're going to be honest, there are times that's what we want to say and it's what we want to do. We want to oh, say, screw this, man. I'm out.
2: That's the easy way. Guys.
1: You know? And, <laughs> and, 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 that's the truth. We want to just say, you know what? And I've been there. And, and in the last episode I shared with that, when I had that issue in my house is I was like, screw this. I'm done. I'm, I'm going home. I'm packing my, packing my shit and I'm leaving. Yep. I'm done. You know? Cause, cause nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody wants to hear what I got to say. Nobody wants to respect me. And that's the first thing we have that comes rising up in us. But we don't have the right to do that. We're husbands. Yeah. We're fathers. That's who we are. And, and if, if 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 you don't understand that, you need to take a step back and get a real strong reality check.
2: Right.
1: Those guys that are out there that aren't husbands and fathers and they're single, you know, you guys go through the same exact things. Whether you're in a relationship with another with a female or you're going through something at work, or maybe with your parents, you're living at your parents' house, you don't want to be submissive to their rules and all these different things. At the end of the day, you got to understand something you got, you can't check out. Yeah. Maybe mom and dad are helping you out right now, but that doesn't give you the right to check out and not do your part. Right. You know, maybe you're in a situation where you can't afford to buy, to buy your own house, or maybe you're in a position where you need a little help. Well, that's okay. But recognize where that help's coming from. Don't just check out, throw your hands in the air and put the weight on your parents. Right. Yep. You know, and we, and we got a lot of dudes out there doing that. Yep. Oh Yeah. We got a lot of guys out there, dude. We, we did some statistical studies the last time about millennial males. Right. I mean, 43% of them, I think it was, are living at home with their
2: parents. Yep. Well, dude, I actually had, I actually was working, you know, I, I go into these other customers' houses, or not houses, but I go to these other places of business. And one of my customers, a uh, young professional, early mid 20s, and he's living at home and this and that. And I looked at him and I said, dude, I'm like, why are you still living at home? He's like, oh, man, well, you know, they don't charge me rent. They don't do that. And, you know, I'm saving so much money and this and that, so on and so forth. And I said, yeah, but you're putting that burden on your parents at 25, 26 years old. Your, parent, your parents should be done, bro. You need a man up and step out on your own. Yeah, because he's checked out. Right. He's he- checked out. Easy street. Yeah, he's checked out. It's not his
1: problem. He's there, but he ain't there. Right, exactly. The lights are on, but ain't nobody home. Yep. But mommy and daddy. He's there, not present. And that's what we need to make sure we're not doing as men. And so I know a lot of the content that we talk about here, we talk comes from, you know, with men, with families, but there are a lot of single dudes that need need to just smarten up and quit making excuses. We have got to be present in the lives that God has entrusted us with. We cannot check out. No. You know, that's just not, that's not our, that's not for us to say, it's not for us to do. We don't have that right anymore. We got to
2: fight. Our role as men is too important, too important to check out. We were talking about married people, staying married, so on and so forth. Marriages don't always last. They don't always work. You know what I mean? I've got some friends, you know, have gone through divorces. And one of my friends was telling me that the biggest battle he ever went through was navigating his divorce without losing the kids, without the kids either being played as pawns or just completely losing sight of them and only focusing on himself. Mm-hmm. So he had to go through a divorce in his situation. No details on the situation, but his main goal the whole time was making sure his kids didn't get lost and he said it was one of the biggest battles of his entire life. Well Mike,
1: you had made a good point the other night when we were talking when you were talking about with the mixed family that you have. Yep. The sacrifices you've had to make. Well, what's the one one equation with a one uh, common denominator that had to be removed in order for this whole thing to work.
0: Do what's best for the kids. Yeah. That and, and that removes much, and that it, removes who. It's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, it. Coming back to John's statement, it's not about you. And you got gonna make it about the kids because that's what it's all about. Like on I when, when Marnie and I got married, I had an instant family. Literally I had a house and two kids in, you know, we we started dating in January. We got married in July. And this was after me having a a three year uh uh, engagement with another girl beforehand. And then, so January hits and I find my soulmate and we got married in July. And then I became an instant father without even having any, you know, without even doing dirty diapers without doing all. I mean, I came from a big family. So I did kind of see a lot of that and help out with a little bit of that because my parents love to adopt. Uh, uh, that'll be another story, but, uh, uh, came from a big family, lots of kids, but, um, so brothers and sisters, yeah, I mean, th- I think that that helped me understand what it felt like to, you know, be able to have a family without making the family. If that makes any sense, And seeing what it feels like to have that. You know, it, it made the transition a lot easier. And if I was just a single guy, never seen any, you know, came from a small family and like that, then that would be that would have been a lot tougher. But I think how I was raised helped me get to where I was at. And now, like like you said, we do what we do for the kids. We, we, we have, we have our, we have our things going on, but we make sure that the kids go, kids are always first.
1: Well, I mean, not only that, your wife, you got to make sure she's first. Absolutely. She's number one, the kids are number two, but here's yeah, the thing. True, Think true. about it from the other perspective. What if you just decided I'm checked out? I, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. What What's that going to do to your marriage? Definitely wouldn't <laughs> help it. <laughs> it's not going to help it, right? No. What's it going to do to the kids in the interim? If you and your wife don't have a healthy marriage,
0: the kids are going to see it and they're going to see, Oh, this is what a marriage is about.
1: Yeah, and so do you see how this thing trans- goes from one thing to another? And it all starts with selfishness because when we get caught up in ourselves and we forget about what what we're called to do as men, right. it's real easy to say, well, this isn't fair to me or whatever. But then who suffers? The wife, the kids, the family, everybody suffers. You know, I, I know that I say a lot on this show that when you compromise, you lose. Don't get what I'm saying, twisted. What I'm talking about is when you compromise what you know to be true and what you know to be right, you lose. And I want to clarify that because not compromising, I'm not saying you don't compromise with your spouse. You don't compromise when it comes to your kids as far as, you know, putting your own feelings aside or doing what's best for the family and for them. Please don't misinterpret what I'm saying. What I'm talking about is, is when you compromise the truth, when you compromise what you know, what's best for your children, Because you want them to be happy or you don't you want to keep up with the Joneses or things like that. So I want to make sure that I make that crystal clear. Because I I thought about that. I thought, well, I say that, but I don't want guys to think I'm saying don't compromise, because that's not what I'm saying. Don't compromise the truth. Don't compromise what's important. And the most important thing for us as men is to understand that we're last. So when we walk in the house at night, it's like I tell my guys at work, you know, when you step off the truck and you go see the customer at showtime. Welcome to the world of John. You know, you get in there. This is what you need. I got what you need. I'm your guy. If you got a question, you come to me, you get with me. I'm going to take care of you. Well, guess what, man? When you step out of that car and walk into the house, it's showtime. When you walk in there with your children, they need to know that you're in control, that you, you have their best interests at heart, that you're present. Not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. Especially emotionally when it comes to children. And when it comes to your wives. Guys, when you step out of your car to walk into the workplace, it's showtime. All you've got in this life is your name. That's it. And when you walk into a place of business and you represent your your name, you represent everybody that's in your house, your wife, your kids, your mother, your father, anybody who's ever invested in you. So it's showtime. When you're in a relationship and you you get out of that car and even though you know it's going to be bumpy on the side of that door because of things that are going on, it's showtime. You got to understand that you're going there to make sure that that person that you love and you say you care about understands what they mean to you and the value of that relationship. Too many of us want to hide in the car. Too many of us want to drive around the house. Too many of us want to forget where we live. I got news for you. You cannot hide and you can't run from what's in front of you. Guys, you got to step up. You got to get up. You got to man up. You know, you got to be present. In every relationship, and every circumstance in your life. So before we close tonight, uh, Ray, I wanted you to kind of reiterate uh, how these guys that are out there right now listening that need help, that have questions, can get back in touch with us or ways that they can
2: communicate with us so we can get you know, some answers for them. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if we touched on something that was kind of close to your heart, kind of a situation that you're in today, feel free, man. Reach out to us. You know, shoot us an email. We're at uh, thebattlepodcast at gmail.com. Message us on uh, Facebook, the Battle Podcast on Facebook. Let us know. If there's if there's something you want us to go deeper in, if you've got more questions on something or a particular situation that you're in and you want us to touch on it more, let us know. Contact us so we can. If you need help, if you need you know somebody to talk to, if you're looking for somebody to hang with, hit us up. We're not saying that we can hang with you. All day, or you know, maybe maybe not at all. You might be over in California, but hopefully, we can do something to help you out. But mm-hmm. the first thing is, is just die to self and know that you need help. Absolutely, and and I just want to take this opportunity to
1: thank Mike for coming out and hanging out with us tonight, yeah, man. Yeah, thank uh, you, Mike. Appreciate it. Appreciate you're a unique, you are inviting me. It's your unique representation of the, the modern male today, because there are a lot of guys that do work remotely from home, and I yeah. think a lot of times we forget about that that are trying to be good fathers, they are trying to be good providers, trying to be good husbands. And it's really easy to get caught up in those, in the things that we go through every day. And, and it's really easy to suck within ourselves. Yeah. Like a turtle in a shell. Yeah. Uh, before we close and I just want to say this. First, this isn't about beating men up. No. We're not here to beat people up. We're just here to open your eyes to what's around you, to make you, as a modern term goes, woke to what's happening, okay? My kids are probably going to beat me for saying
2: that. Well, they either need to be woke or they need a red neck and eyes. See, there
1: you go. See, they're either going to be woke. Or what Ray just said. I don't even say his, his line, man. That's my line. That could cause a, a riff in our relationship. <laughs> right now it's hanging on by a thread. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but on a serious note, listen, we're just here to help guys be better. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes every day. Nine times out of 10, when I'm on this podcast, I'm talking to myself. Because I'm experiencing, I'm living it, I'm going through it, and I've done it. And I sit back and I think to myself, boy, I wish somebody would have come along earlier in my life and said, hey, dude, don't do this or don't do that. But then again, probably I wouldn't listen anyway. And there's some of you sitting there listening and you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the bottom line is, is that we're going through it. And you know what we're saying is truth, right? And so all I'm saying is, and all Ray's saying is, is this, we have to be aware of what's going on around us as men. Guys, you've got to be present. Now, for me and for Ray and the guys that are on this podcast, our standard is Jesus Christ. You know, that's the thing that we lean on. That's the thing that we put our faith and our trust in. That's what helps us get through the trials and the tribulations of our lives. That's what helps us to understand being selfless and not selfish. But I also understand a lot of people don't have that. But we want to be somewhere you can have a sounding board so you can ask questions. Some guys that we can, we don't have the answers to everything, but we can try to find some answers for you. We can at least help you develop healthy relationships. We can actually help you in a position where a lot of guys are talk, not talking about these things. At least we can talk about them and put them out on the table. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's the whole heart behind what we're doing. Guys, we only get one shot at this. This beautiful gift that God has given us called life. We got one shot at. For us as fathers, it's a blessing. It's a gift. For us as husbands, it's a blessing, it's a gift. We don't have to, we get to. And if you change your mindset and you start thinking about it from that perspective and you start pulling back and realizing that this isn't about me, it's about them. And for guys like me and Ray and the guys in this room, it's about him. Guess what, my friends? That's where the rubber meets the road.